My apologies for my lateness. I have good reasons. I probably don't. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, February 9th, 2022, and this is episode number 400. And 14. Barry on deck. Thank you guys for being here. I forgot to pull up the chat. Something sounds weird. Let me unplug my headphones real quick. Something sounds super off or weird. With these noise-canceling headphones, sometimes they get a little... There we go. They get a little wonky sometimes. Don't like that. Uh, all right. Got to get the chat up. I apologize to everybody wanting to tune in on the chats, and I'm not there for you. <laughs> Uh, I forgot to pull that up. Hey, I uh, apologize for my lateness today. I was uh, had a scheduled guest, and things didn't work out, so we moved it to tomorrow. But uh, on Wednesdays, when it's haircut day, notice the fresh line. Uh, it can be a little hairy. <laughs> that was a ha- okay. Um, it can be it can be a, a tight squeeze to get everything done on time. So uh, I've been trying to book or or plan to book guests. Uh, on Wednesdays so that I can, uh, you know, make it a little easier on myself. And then last second, they were like, ah, this isn't going to work. And I was like, ah, no worries. I got you, fam. We'll do it tomorrow. So tomorrow I've got a guest planned. If you care, shut up, TMCC-own. See, I didn't even say your name right, jerk face jerk. Oh, shit. God damn, I hate this. Every time, why doesn't it stay? What is that? What is that? Why is that up there? Get out of here. See, look, very late. No, never. Shut up, T. Mick Cown. Theodore Andrew Clay. Oh, I thought that said Theodore the other. Oh, wow. It's a bad day already, and I haven't even drank. Uh, oh, interesting. My schedule's always open, sort of. So I this is a really cool guest. Not that you're not a cool guest, Andrew. Uh, you were an amazing guest and became a lifelong friend. Uh, but the other day I, I, I was on, when I was in El Paso, um, I randomly tweeted out that I I had watched all three Rambos or I had watched a couple of different Rambos and they sucked. And I just said, Rambo doesn't hold up. It's a, it's a bad movie now. It sucks. And uh, my buddy Mike Liebeshock, shout out to everybody that joined us on Sports Right last night. My buddy Mike Liebeshock was like, yeah, name a Stallone movie that does hold up. And I was like, I got none, fam. And then they, an account 
Uh, I don't know. I'll get you the exact. Uh, yeah, they were bad, weren't they, Todd? Let me give you the exact account. It started tweeting me and 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 obviously shocked. It was the Rocky and Creed series podcast. And they were like, think again about a movie by Stallone that doesn't hold up. And I was like, yeah, I got nothing. And then they started you know, joking back and forth. I was like, you know what? So I reached out to him. I was like, hey, why don't you come on my show? You guys have a podcast, uh, the Rocky and Creed series podcast, which, by the way, if you're if you're wondering what their bio is, it says hosts. Ryan Balkin, uh, Kyle Penderson, and Balboa Katie discuss Rocky Balboa and Sylvester Stallone films. We can be found on any podcast app. So they're from Canada, and they're just they're huge Rocky Balboa and Sylvester Stallone fans. So they're they talk about their movies all the time. And I was like, okay, I want to bring you guys on and debate the merits of Sylvester Stallone and just how awful he is. As an actor, as a writer, as a director, as a movie producer, his movies are awful. They don't. So he was like, oh, I'm in. Let's do it. So we were going to do that today. And I was going to debate the finer points of the trash that is Sylvester Stallone. And he couldn't make it. So tomorrow, tomorrow at 315, you do not want to miss me arguing, arguing with a Canadian about Sylvester Stallone movies. Okay. It sounded a lot better. In, the, in my head. Uh, it should be fun, though. So tune in for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, busy show today. Have a lot to discuss. Oh, what? You say there's changes in the Houston sports radio landscape? Uh, I, I, I guess we need to talk about it. I mean, seeing as how, you know, I was involved in it for a while, let's let's talk about it. So we're going to do that today. Uh, other things on the agenda. What the hell happened to my agenda? What on earth? Wait, well, what the hell was that? Black history lost. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a not going to that. Uh, this is so um, we're going to talk about the Houston sports landscape. I've got Super Bowl squares information for you. How you can last year, we ended up with four cards full for squares. So we're going to hopefully we'll do that again. 125 bucks a quarter. Yeah, fam, you want in on this, trust me. Uh, so I've got that info for you. I got a dope ass recipe. We decided we did kind of a recipe swap thing last year for the super big bowl game. And uh we're not doing that this year. That was a nightmare. And we're simplifying this the the super super big bowl game party cast show, whatever. Just gotta simplify it. Let's just watch the game and chill out and We'll have some fun and give away a bunch of shit, but I need to simplify it. So we're not doing the recipe swap where everybody came on and that was just a nightmare. Uh, but what I did instead is I went out and I asked Kobo from Kobo's Q. I asked my guy Machete from Gordo Nino's and we asked Rob from So Smoking Gooder to send us recipes that we could share with you guys to make for your Super Bowl parties. What? I know. So over the next couple of days, I'm going to be sharing those recipes with you. And today I'll be sharing with you a recipe for Boudin Jalapeno Poppers from Kobo's Q. So we'll be sharing that with you. We'll talk some Olympics and Pro Bowl. And I'm sorry you guys know me. I'm a, a, a socially a champion of many. But this, this story I have is not sexist. And we need to talk about it because somebody lost their job for saying something sexist. And... It's just not okay. And we're going to talk about it. And you can disagree with me, ladies or gentlemen, and tell me where I'm wrong. But I think Mark Lai got a, 
Got a got a raw deal on what happened to him, so we'll discuss that. And I got some non-sports stuff for you. And it's a Whisker Wednesday. I got two cute animals, uh, courtesy of Special Pals and Pingo Katie. Good times ahead, but let's start the show like we always start the show. And that's with... The greatest decade in the history of the world. The man, the myth, the wine grape god himself, Francisco Barca, all the way from high Texas. First in the chat, first super chat, first like. Cisco, my friend, you are the greatest deckhead in the history of the world, at least for the next hour and 41 minutes. And then it's back to old regular ass Francisco with the weird eye and the limp. Okay, I just made those last two things up. But buddy, I appreciate you being here. Thank you, my friend, for getting in early and kicking the show off and being the... Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, the greatest deckhead in history. Who the fuck is that guy? Nobody knows. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, rest of the chat shapes up like this. Let's see who else is here on the tubes. Uh, Heartthrob showed up early. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for being there. CC, what's up, girl? Keith Sager, John Tory, TDP, my sweet, sweet Donna. Uh, AJB, what's up, Aaron J. Bryant, Alex Villanueva, Alan Denson, Uriel Villanueva, Sandoval, what's up, famo? Big Frank with the Triple Crown. And you know this, man. Oh, look who we haven't seen in a hot second. Justin Swinford, what's up, Swinny Poo? Uh, who else is here? Who else? Fidel, we got G-Man, what's up, famo? Good to see you, buddy. And who else? Okay, uh, there we go. Uh, Mr. McCown, hello. Uh, Jen, how are you, sweetie? Uh, stream Elements, what's up? Okay. Keep brushing, Tony? What is that? What is, what is, I don't know what that means. Did Tony say something stupid? What? Uh, who else is here? Todd the Show, what's up, dude? Cherry, what's up, sweetie? Sylvester Stallone is going to be a guest on the show. No, that's not. Uh, there's Tony. What's up? TDP, Steven, the weather guy, B. Hannon, Charles, KD. What's up, fam? Good to see you. Uh, who else? Alex Villanueva, Josh, the hooligan. What's up, fam? Uh, Clarence, I have arrived. What's up, man? Uh, who else is here? Mikey C, what's up? Hi. And I think I got everybody. Okay. Infinite Decay. What's up, JB? What's up, what's up, Charles? What's up, Amos? Not going to lie. Creed movies are pretty good. You're just saying that, Amos, because you're black and he's black. Just like the people in Canada are saying Stallone movies are good because he's white and they're white. I'm just letting you know we're getting all the bullshit out of the way tomorrow, okay? Oh, well, I almost said something inappropriate. I didn't, it, was, it had to do with the Karate Kid and Miyagi and nope. This is nope. You're not getting me canceled, people. I don't think so. All right, let's start with our uh, sports headlines of the day. Let's get to it. Shelby, what's up, girl? You're never late. Whenever you get here, you are on time, sweetie. Uh, good to see you. Thank you for being here. Uh, all right, here's your sports headlines for the day. The uh, the DA has says that the uh, LA Dodgers Tyler <laughs> Trevor Bauer will not face criminal charges. As you know, uh, last year during the season, allegations were of sexual misconduct and assault were brought against him. 
uh, by a young lady, and uh, that has run its course in the judicial system. And the DA has said that they cannot prove without a shadow of a doubt uh, that it occurred. And to his whatever, to his own defense in the media, Bauer has said, you know, I didn't, I've made some mistakes and I've done some crazy things, but I, I did not sexually assault her. Yeah, it got weird. And, but, you know, they said, look, she definitely asked for some of these things to happen. And he also mentioned, look, I, I never punched her in the v- Virginia or the throat or uh, that just never happened. So, I mean, we, you know, I, when this happened, I said, we have to believe women until we have a reason not to, we have gone through the legal system. I'm, I don't know the details or the facts of the case, but apparently the DA doesn't feel like there's enough evidence to press charges. So that's what I go with. And I think that's what we have to go with at this point. And, um, Trevor Bauer now, um, able to return to baseball, uh, hopefully clear his name if if that is is indeed what needs to happen and uh, and move forward. So there's an update on that story. Uh, Bradley Beal is set for surgery. He was the talk of trade rumors in the NBA trade deadline tomorrow, uh, but he has instead opted to get surgery, which pretty much pulls him out of the running for any trade talks. The Wizards and his agent are now talking about the future and what he's going to do. He wanted out for a very long time, and now. We're going to have to find out what is going to happen with him. Is he going to get traded in the offseason once surgery is successful? Or is he going to have to stick it out another year? We'll find out. Uh, no, he's not banned from MLB. N- no, he's not banned from MLB. Uh, no, he's not. That's that's not true. Um, Joel Embiid said the Sixers want to win with or without Ben Simmons. You may have heard the big talks right now. Brian Windhorst, in fact, on the front page of ESPN said, yeah, there are, in fact, trade negotiations and discussions discussions going on right now about Ben Simmons and James Harden between the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers. Don't get it twisted. I am the windy horse, and I bring with me the scoops. Not like the Tostitos scoops that you eat with. Okay. Uh, but, you know, Joel Embiid is an MVP candidate. I think he's right now the odds on favorite to win MVP. And he's saying, yeah, we, we don't give a shit about all the, 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 all the outside noise. We just want to win. If Ben wants to be here and win with us, cool. If not, cool. That's fine, too. Go away. Daniel Snyder. This is an interesting story. Here's an interesting story. <sighs> Daniel Snyder uh, has hired a firm to investigate the latest allegations of sexual misconduct that have been levied against Daniel Snyder. Uh, Well, Mr. McCown, thank you for the follow. Very much appreciated. Thank you very much. I'm glad it worked. And that doesn't seem like it's been working as of late. But Daniel Snyder has hired a firm to investigate the latest allegations of sexual impropriety and mis- sexual misconduct and uh, sexual assault, I believe, that have been levied against Daniel Snyder by a young lady who was testifying before Congress the other day. So I want to reset this for a second. I, 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 I want you to understand, chat, exactly what I'm saying here. A lady has accused Daniel Snyder of sexual misconduct. So Daniel Snyder has hired a firm to investigate the allegations against Daniel Snyder so that Daniel Snyder can get a report on Daniel Snyder to find out if Daniel Snyder did in fact sexually 
uh, assault the young lady that said so. What? Am I the only one that looks at this and goes, why the, why are you? No, that's not how this works. That's not how this works. You don't get to hire the people that do the investigation and now you're paying them to invest. Oh no, this is okay. Listen, it's all above board. It's all above board. Needless to say, the lawyers for the young lady are like, we will not be participating in this bullshit sham of an investigation just to humor and placate Daniel Snyder so that he can clear his name in the public eye, knowing damn well he has violated some things. It's just asinine. And and you know what? what? What baffles me the most? Why isn't the NFL saying, no, fam? You're not going to hire someone. We're going to bring in an outside source that you're not paying for and you will have no contact with. No, this needs to be handled. This literally needs to be handled by somebody not associated with the NFL, not associated with Daniel Snyder, not associated with the Washington Commanders. God, that sounds weird. This is just stupid. That's like... Um, so I have been accused of robbing a bank and I want everybody to know that I have a large sum of money that I've come into recently. So I am going to hire a private eye to investigate the allegations of me robbing this bank. And I'll let you know, uh, if that invest that private eye says I robbed the bank or not. I agree with you, Flip. If if it if it was false, I do, I do agree. Mister Bauer deserves an apology. I, I I I agree with you on that. I don't disagree with that. Uh, Amos, I also don't disagree with that. This franchise is cursed. Although, I, is it though? Is the franchise cursed, or does it just have a shitty human being for an owner? I mean, let's not let's not pretend like these these things that are happening. Like the allegations with the cheerleaders that were involving Daniel Snyder or now sexual misconduct and impropriety allegations that are involving Daniel Snyder. That's not luck. That's not a curse. That's just a bad person. That's just a shitty human being doing shitty things. So I don't want to say this franchise is cursed. On the field, they've had some bad luck, but I bet you the Cleveland Browns are like, yeah, hold our beer, Washington. I, it's not cursed. I mean, if you if you choose a racist name for your franchise and then you hire a or you uh, you let a creep buy the team who just goes around sexually assaulting people, you're not cursed. You just make bad decisions, including draft RG three. But there's the John Riggins era, so how can you be cursed? The Texans are more cursed. No, they're not. Again, just shitty owners and shitty people. Uh, so there's that. Uh, last item on the headlines I have for you. Uh, Formula One drivers uh, are going to stop taking. I don't know why it says the knee. That's so weird to me, but that's how the article said it. But hey, Dimata, you're welcome. There's some Formula One news on the headlines for you. Huh? 
See, by the way, the season kicks off March 20th. You didn't think I knew that, did you? Huh? Who read the whole article? Also, I went to try to buy me a We Races 1 shirt and couldn't find one. I really wanted to, because the Formula 1 has come out and said, look, we respect that there's been like 20 drivers that have knelt before every race, okay? And what they're saying now is these drivers are no longer going to kneel. Lewis Hamilton was obviously the, the primary driver, and there were 19 other drivers that kind of rallied around him and, and the cause and the movement of Black Lives Matter and kneeling before uh, the race to bring attention to racism and, and the inequities of, uh, of people of color in sports and in the world. And uh, they started a new program called We Races One. I think it started in 2020. And um, they have said, look, the time there was a time for kneeling and we appreciate what that meant and what it represented and why they did it. But we feel like that was a symbolic gesture. And what we need to do is now put a plan in place and take some action on all of the talk. And my God, do I love to hear that? So Formula One has said, yeah, we're gonna, we've got these programs, we races one, we're gonna start doing things to affect change as opposed to just allowing our athletes or drivers, I shouldn't call them athletes, our to allowing our drivers to kneel, but we really never do anything about it. So, you know, kudos to Formula One. I know if you keep up with the sport like Dimata and Walt, and that's pretty much it. You know, Lewis Hamilton kind of got screwed last year at the end of the year. And they did a one lap sprint that should have never happened. He should have been given the win and won the cup or the series or the sprint. I don't know what the hell it's called. Lewis Hamilton got screwed last year and uh, there was discussions that he might not return. And he is the greatest formula one driver in the world right now. And uh, if he doesn't come back, it's the equivalent of Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or um, I don't know. I hate that I just picked two black athletes to compare it to. But two of the best in their sport at the time walking away in their peak because they feel unjustly treated off the track or field and on. So not a great thing. What's up, Double Dutch Oven? Uh, Everything is going great, my friend. Just sitting here talking sports and, uh, you know, having a good time. So there's there's your sports headlines for the day. Now... Let's do this. Let's let's talk. Let's let's get some showbiz out of the way. Um, was that F one race Ice Cube performed at last weekend in California? I'm not sure, but apparently he ripped it. Apparently he he, he was uh, he 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 had a great show and everybody was digging it and really into it. So, but I think it was. So, um, Dimata, here we go. Now he's gonna start correcting me. Because I no, he didn't. He could have got a tire change, but he opted not to. Okay, we'll bring it up with the writers of the information that I got on the articles that were out there. All right, I don't give a shit. Uh oh, that NASCAR at the Coliseum thing was nice. I dug it. What was that? NASCAR at the Coliseum? I don't know. Ben said, how are we feeling about the Cougs tonight? Oh, man, I cannot wait to not watch it. I'm just so pumped about not college basketball. Ben, I'm sorry, buddy. 
I know you're a big Cougs fan. It's obvious because we can see you clearly on screen right here. That's obviously you, Ben. And you have on your U of H hat. And it's, I, by the way, great picture of you. You haven't aged a bit since we first met. Um, but I don't. You're, you're going to have a hard time getting me into college basketball in March. Okay. I'm sorry. That just, I know you guys tune in for nothing but sports on this show. Todd said, I'll be watching Ben. I actually have a show tonight at the Houston Improv. So, even if I wanted to watch, I totally couldn't because I'll be working. Uh, it, I wouldn't watch. I, I wouldn't give a shit. What's up, H-Town dude? Good to see you, man. I read that as H-Town nude at first. And then when I saw your picture, I was like, oh, thank God he's not nude. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Um, Team McCall said, I love the energy that Barry's bringing to it. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. You know, I have... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I have my moments. Um, all right, so let's talk about this show. We are going to do a Super Bowl watch party on Sunday. Our second, I'm sorry, a super big game and a bowl watch party. Fuck. Uh, we are, we are, we, this will be our second annual super big game and a bowl watch party. Last year's was a little extra. It was a little excessive, if I do say so myself. It was goddamn seven hours long, and there was tons of guests and bingo and squares and recipe swaps and trivia and guests and food and holy shit, it was long. Oh, my God, it was way too long and too much, and I'm not doing that again this year. Jen and I talked this morning. We'll probably talk again tomorrow during our weekly meeting, but we're going to scale it back. It's still going to be fun. We're still going to watch it together, especially for those of you that don't get to go to parties and you just like, you know, at home, like, shut up. I'm watching the Super Bowl to the kids or whatever you do. Uh, you can put me on and we'll hang out together. You know, if you're busy, if you're at a party, I get it. But we're going to watch it together. I obviously won't have it on stream. That would be a huge no, no. Um, but we've got stuff planned, including super big game and a bowl squares. And if you would like to participate in the super big game in a bowl squares, what you need to do right now, Donna, this is for you, sweetie. I know you've been asking. Cece, I know you want in on this. Todd, you guys, I know, I know for a fact a lot of y'all want in on this. So you need to email Jen at barryondeck.com. This will only be done via invite. This is not one of those. We did it this way last year. We ended up filling out four cards worth of people. That is a lot of squares sold. I don't think we'll do four this year. I know that the numbers for the show are down, which means people don't give a shit about this show anymore. So they're probably not watching. They're probably not going to buy squares. I don't give a shit if we only do one card, to be honest with you, as long as some deckheads win some money and we all have a good time doing it. That's what matters to me. Uh, but in order to get in on this, it's $5 a square. So if you want four squares, all you got to do is email Jen at barryondeck.com and tell her, hey, Jen, it's it's Fidel. And I want to, I want in, I want four squares. She's going to send you the info. Then you can win $125 per quarter. And yes, you can win more than one quarter. 
That's just how this works. So if it's if your numbers are 0 0 and it's tied 0 0 at the half, guess who just won $250? You did. Okay. Um, it is again through invite and approved players only. You don't need to do anything special. It's not like you, there's a secret handshake or a code or what on the episode number 75 at hour number two, four minutes in, Barry did this to his buttocks. You don't need to know any of the trivia. All you got to do is email her and say, I want in and she's going to take care of you and we're going to make sure you get in as well. Now, we are going to do something fun during the game. I'm not just going to not have any fun and just be like, touchdown. Guys, shut up. The commercials are on. So what we're going to do is this. We didn't, we're not doing trivia. What's up, Shelby? Um, I call corners. You don't get to call corners. It's all random. It's all, you know, I don't think you get to, do they get to pick their squares where they go, Jen? I don't know. Jen, I don't even think Jen's here right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to email her. She won't forget. Shelby, I won't let you forget, sweetie. I promise. But you do have to email Jen. Um, do they get to pick their spots? Wow, oh, man. Jen, do they get to pick it or is it random? Like, whatever you get, you get. I don't know. Let us know in the chat. Uh, <laughs> what up, Walt? Good talk today, Walt. Appreciate you, buddy. Double Dutch, I was going to say, just close your eyes and pretend they're all corners. It won't matter. No, really. It's all, it's all random. It's all random. You basically get your squares, and then we fill in the numbers. And that's just how it goes. Uh, it's not like zero, one, two, I don't think, or is it reversed? We fill in the numbers and then the squares are random. Either way, it's all random. You don't get to pick. I want one and seven. Nope. You're either picking a, a, a place, uh, or a square or it's done later, but it's one of the two. I don't know. Jen knows, not me. Okay. I'm not, I just work here. Okay. What's the email again? Great question. It's Jen at Barry Okay. Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. It's just this show. Just Jen. J-E-N-N. Jen said, no, it's just squares and the numbers get assigned. Okay, so you just, you 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 get your squares and then the numbers get assigned right before the game starts or whatever. And I don't know when they get assigned. Jen will tell you in the email, okay? I don't know, guys. I just, I just work here. Zoom out. I just, I'm just an employee, okay? I don't run shit. So we are doing the super big game in a bowl squares. Now we're also, we are also, we're going to be giving a lot of shit away. But what we're going to do this time is last year we did like trivia and we had prizes where we picked and we had bingo. And so this year, what what I decided and what we decided is that um, every time somebody scores, we're just going to spin the prize wheel and somebody wins a prize. That's it. So if it's a high scoring game, we're giving away a lot of shit. If it's a low scoring game, we ain't giving a lot of shit away. So you better hope these teams score a lot of points. Now we're not talking extra points. It's okay. It's field goals, touchdowns, safeties. Extra points don't count. Two point conversion, maybe. I'll have to consider it. But for sure, touchdowns, field goals, safeties, uh, all of those three will count. Now... <laughs> No, Steven. Yeah. So I'm going to basically the prizes are going to be you get to pick a book from the bookshelf, but you don't get to see it. You just be like, give me the 15th book on the shelf. 
Um, so no, actually what it is, is, uh, we're, we're gonna, so I, I mean, I sent her, let me see all the shit I sent her. We started to make a list of prizes and here's what we have so far. Uh, Barry on deck swag, including sticker, a koozie, a bag, a shirt, or a, or a coffee mug, $25 gift card to Amazon. We're going to have some other things, maybe some, some food, um, gift cards, uh also we're gonna just like last year you can get win a middle finger you can win a wave so there's gonna be a bunch of shit on the prize wheel and i think we'll just randomly pick a name out of the people in the chat and uh that's how we'll pick who we'll pick the random name and then a random prize and if you win a 25 dollar gift card to amazon cool and then you can only win once until we cycle through everybody and then by the time we're down to four people and that's all that's left Give shit away, okay? No, there's no what a carnival. Oh, like at the carnival, okay. I was like, what the hell? National Pizza Day, okay? A berry on deck flask. No, there is no berry on deck flask, but it's a pretty damn good idea, actually. You know, it would be dope. I mean, we're gonna have our own whiskey at some point this year. It'd be great if we had berry on deck cigars. Oh man. I would love that so much. Speaking of whiskey. All right, so that's the that's the latest on the show stuff, okay? Anybody anybody in the chat have questions? Anybody on YouTube? By the way, if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe. Please do that. Please, please, please. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, what are you doing? Also, selfish plug for just a second. I have... This used to be where you guys are watching right now on YouTube. This used to be my comedy channel. And then when I got laid off from ESPN 97.5 here in Houston, I converted my comedy channel into the Barry on Deck channel. And I was told by a YouTube consultant to just take all my shit away that's, that's not sports related because it's doing damage to the channel. So that said, I have created a new channel just for comedy and it is Barry is funny on YouTube. So you can just go to youtube.com forward slash Barry is funny. I am going to start uploading, not just the sketches and videos that I've created in the past and will create in the future. Uh, I'm also going to be putting for the first time pretty much ever. I'm going to start trying to consistently upload clips from shows, whether it be crowd work or dealing with a heckler or just jokes. Uh, so I literally put the opening joke to my current act. It'll be on the album, but the very first joke I do on stage is now up on the YouTube channel. So you can go watch it. It's uh, like less than a minute and kind of get an idea of what's going to be happening over there. So if you want to do that, uh, now I want to do this toast because I want to thank some people. I didn't get to this yesterday, but I got to say thank you to, uh, Keith and Sylvia who last week while I was in El Paso on the road. Still send a $5 Friday, and I appreciate you guys so much. Also, I got to say thank you uh, to Shelby, who sent a $20 $5 Friday on Monday and said she was sorry she had been behind. She's GTSS, and I know that, sweetie, and I love you to death, and I hope you're good. I appreciate all three of you and your generosity very much so. Thank you for uh, your continued support of this fine program. I love you guys. This shot is for you three. Cheers. Okay. How do you get paid on your day off? Exactly. I don't get paid vacations, but I guess I do. I got, I got paid on vacation. So actually it wasn't. 
This one's for you, Bauer. All right, Flip. <laughs> Flip's going to fixate on it now. What is that? Is that a shot glass or a picture? Oh, nice. T-Max said, I watched that Barry How'd you wrap, How to Wrap Your Presents video you did it every time. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Katie said, I just tagged you on Twitter and this was crazy. What? You talking to me? Or are you talking to somebody else? Oh, a Barry on Deck Cigar Cutter would be good, Clarence. Okay, uh, let's talk for a second about Houston Sports Radio. Oh, changes are afoot, folks. Changes are happening. By the way, shout out to everybody listening on Podbean. I see uh, TayK81, Jared Taylor, Titan Hugo, Christopher Reyes, and Eric Resendez. Thank you, Six, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, who else popped in and out? A couple more people were in and out. Uh, but thank you guys for being over there and uh, participating in the program and listening along as we go. Thanks to everybody that's on Twitch. If you guys, if you haven't followed on Twitch yet, it's a hundred, hundred percent free to follow on Twitch. Help me build this channel. We're moving off of YouTube. It's a scary time, folks. I'm leaving YouTube. Headed to the Twitches full time. So if you haven't created a Twitch account yet to watch the program, please do so. And then follow yours truly's channel, Barry on Deck, uh, so we can continue uh, this relationship. Okay. Let's talk about Houston Sports Talk Radio for a second. So if you didn't hear the news, it I, I found out, I saw it in the chat, but I chose to refrain from any comments until I'd seen uh, the factual information about it. I see what goes on the chat, by the way. I know a lot of you guys think I miss stuff, but there's sometimes, believe it or not, because usually I react to everything. But there is sometimes when I will just ignore things. Um, either I don't have any comment or I don't want to comment or it seems off topic or what have you. But I saw in the chat yesterday when you guys were like, y'all hear about Charlie Palillo? Did you hear about Charlie Palillo? Uh, if you didn't know, uh, Charlie Palillo has been let go or has not been renewed, has been let go uh, from ESPN 97.5. Andrew Clay said, I wish you'd laugh a, a little more at my bad jokes. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry, friend. No, that just encourages bad behavior. I'm not going to reward bad behavior. Um. So ESPN has once again made some pretty drastic changes to its lineup. Uh, it started in, oh gosh, do I remember the day? <laughs> May 7, 2020. When they uh, fired, we're not going to use the term let go anymore. Let's call it what it is. They fired me and Raheel. Um, and much like what they said with, um, Charlie and Charlie acknowledged they're going in a different direction. Um, now whether we agree that is up or down is subjective, uh, but they have decided to move on from Charlie Palillo. So when you consider what that station was February of 2020 to what it is now, there's been some pretty drastic changes. Charlie being the latest casualty of a program director and a direction that has been a 180 degree shift 
and how things operate at Gal Media and the ESPN 97.5 Houston. Now, I I think it's funny because somebody asked uh, on Twitter, "Oh, is this is this your way of telling us subliminally that you're ba- you're going back to ESPN?" Let's just let's just clear the air here. Uh, I've pretty much been blackballed from ESPN 97.5. There's literally zero chance in hell that I would go back to ESPN 97.5 unless they sell to a new owner. So let's just all be clear that when I speak to you now, this is not out of spite. This is out of uh, honesty because I don't have to hold my tongue and pretend like, well, maybe there's a chance I get my job. There's literally zero chance of that happening. Now, you know, 610 and 7090, there might be a, a glimmer of a 5% chance, but I just honestly don't think anybody in the market is interested in bringing me into their station. I don't know. Maybe they just don't like fun. Who knows? Okay. Um, so let's talk about what's going on over there. ESPN has let go of Charlie Palillo. Uh, if you want my opinion on it, and this is my opinion, there were discussions that um, they were into contracts that they didn't want to be in, that there were financial outlays that they didn't want to be committed to. And I'm not just talking about Palillo. I'm talking literally up and down the lineup. So it doesn't surprise me. I'll get to that, Hugh Tech CPA. We'll discuss that in just a second. It doesn't surprise me that um, Charlie Palillo was let go. Not in the least. Um, Charlie is a man that has been around the Houston sports talk landscape since 1988 or 89 or some shit like that. Like the dude is an institution in Houston sports talk. But when you are changing the format of your station and by format, I don't mean sports talk. I just mean by the way you program it. Things are going to obviously change. (laughs) Don't get me started on that, Joel. Please don't get me started on that because, boy, there'll be some goddamn truth bombs. I'll tell you that much. Probably get me blackballed from radio in this town if I'm not already. (laughs) So I will say that I think anybody that was aware of what was going on and has been going on at ESPN 97.5 here in Houston was not surprised that Charlie Palillo is gone. And I think that if I'm guessing they didn't want to give him a contract, they wanted him to work without one. They are trying to move away from contracts, which I never had a contract. And several of us newer folks on the scene at ESPN operated without contracts, which by the way, again, if we're being honest, pretty unheard of in the radio business. Gal's a great place to work at Gal Media is. Some some great opportunities, but they do things a little different. They don't operate like a normal radio station. When I've worked for a lot of mom and pop companies, and in the grand scheme of radio, Gal Media is a mom and pop company. 
It is not a huge conglomerate. So they're going to operate differently. And one thing that they don't do is give contracts unless they're scared to death of losing you, which is why some of the talent that they still retain is on a contract. The rest of it, though, you become expendable. If you leave, you leave. We don't give a shit. I think the mentality sometimes at a station that's kind of a mom and pop style station is just be glad you have a job. Be glad we've given you a job on air. I know that's how I felt a lot of times. Just be glad you're here. So that mentality doesn't work with a guy like Charlie Palillo who has been around the sports. Charlie was here when sports talk was started. I mean, when there was the very first sports talk radio station in this town was 610. Charlie was one of their first on-air hires. Like, full-time sports talk. There was 740s, sports beat, or whatever the fuck it was, Martini and Edmonds and this, that, and the other. But Charlie is literally a sports talk institution in this town. There was going to be no way that he would operate without a contract. Why? Mostly because that's just not the norm in the biz. Guys like me are just like, puppy dog, yeah, just give me a job. I'll take it. That's fine. All right, you just want to have me out here with no contract? Okay, cool. And then they turn around and go, hey, by the way, get the fuck out. Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, I didn't even know friends and, and associates now who are with 790 who started and were let go while I was with ESPN that had contracts. And I was like, does everybody in this business have a contract but me? And most people were like, yes. That is true. Most of us have one, you moron. So the fact is, ESPN has given a lot of people, ESPN Radio here in Houston, Gal Media, has given a lot of people fantastic opportunities, me included. But if we're being honest, they operate in a different space within sports talk radio because of their size. They don't have clear channel money. They don't have... What is iHeart money? So they're going to operate differently. That's it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying they operate differently. I've worked for companies like this, even in IT. I worked for a small company called Proficient. And before that, it was DCSS. It was a mom and pop IT consulting firm. And you just we did things different. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't good.
Test one, two, three. Okay, we're back. I'm not writing it. Uh, <laughs> blink twice if YouTube works. Wait, YouTube's not working? All right, is the sound back, everybody? No, Gal didn't shut me down. You, it's, No. Okay, sound is back. Just sit there and make eye contact with us. All right, is sound back? Are we good? We good? We good? Okay, it's hot in here. I was going to turn my fan on, and I accidentally hit the power button on my KVM, which is a keyboard, video, and mouse switcher. And it just, when that happens, everything just shuts down. Thank God we didn't lose the stream. All right, so back to the discussion about, I think what I'm trying to say is, I don't want this to sound like I'm disparaging Gal Media, even though I will never work there again, so I don't have to worry about burning a bridge. They pretty much burned it for me. They're like, we'd never want you back, ever. Uh, but I just wanted to, I mean, just have an honest discussion about it. I, I understand why Charlie's not back. I don't know where Charlie goes from here. I don't know if a 610 or a 790 brings him back. I don't think they do. Um, I think that Charlie probably at this point goes back to the East Coast. Now, the other part of this is, is that I saw on Facebook and some of you probably know this already and most of you do might actually, but uh, the new show that's going to be in Charlie's spot, they're bringing back Paul Gallant from where he was in Seattle. And they are adding Vanessa Richardson who did sports on channel two. I don't know. She still does. Maybe. I don't know. I don't keep up with it. I'm not in the TV biz. I totally am in the TV biz. I'm not in the TV biz. I'm in the TV biz. I just don't give a shit. Let's just be honest. So that's the new show. So I want to, first of all, Donna said, not a Paul fan. It's uh, I think, I think Paul Galan, I, I like the dude. Um, I think it's a, uh, an acquired taste, like maybe this show or others. Um, I can, I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're, we're acquaintances in good standing. Right. Hey, Paul, sorry, you lost your job. No worries. Hey, Barry, sorry, you lost your job. No worries. I probably need to reach out and congratulate him. I think I did on his Facebook wall. I said, congratulations on the new gig. Um, don't know Vanessa Richardson. I think I met her once at a Rockets game. And that's it. Um, so that's the new show. Vanessa and Pauly, I believe, is the name. Um... Demata. So, I, I mean, I, I don't really have anything to say. In, I, I'm trying to think of what value I can add. Other, I mean, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. The only thing I want to say is two things uh, about the, the new show. And it has nothing to do with the performance of Paul Gallant or Vanessa Richardson or how good or bad I think they're going to be or anything. I will say two things about the new show. One, I would like to say kudos to Gal Media 
for putting a female on the air in this town. Kudos to them for putting a female on the air. Wait, what is this? I chat hop from two to four. What does that mean, Alex? You're not a full-time dedicated viewer of this program. Is that what you're telling me? You go to ESPN and then you you just you leave me at certain times? I thought we were boys. Just kidding. I don't give a shit. You do what you want to do, Playboy. Live your life, fam. Just don't tell me. Uh, kudos to Gal Media. No pun intended for having the balls to put a female on air in this city. Uh, it is about time. It is long overdue. I think she's going to do a fantastic job, and I think if there's anyone qualified to do it in this town, besides maybe uh, Kim, and I forget Kim's last name. She's wonderful. Uh, what is her name? What is Kim's? Damn it. We're like Kim. I've done the damn Kim Davis. I, I, I did Isaiah Factor with her several times. I should have known that. That's on me. I got to be a better memory person. Talk to my therapist about that. Oh, we're going to get to my therapy thing, too. Um, but I just wanted to say one more time, kudos to gal media for putting, and not, I, I realize that Rachel and Holly are on, on Sundays, but I, I want you guys to understand the dynamic of that and the dynamic of radio in this town. There is a difference between programmed shows, which is usually a radio stations Monday through Friday, daily lineup, seven to seven, right? Start with John and Lance and with the three white guys or whatever the show's called. I forget. What's the name of the show? The Triple Wet. I don't remember what it's called. Three White Dudes with Three Microphones. I forget. What is it called? Anyways. So that's a programmed part of the station. They're paying all these folks a salary. There's there's shows outside of that where most of the time those people are paying for the airtime. And then they go out and get their own sponsors and they're, they're you know, they kind of do what they want, right? Uh, it's an, is it the roundhouse? Cody and two other guys. <laughs> Cody and the smooth talkers. It's a, oh, the wheelhouse. That's what it is. Wheelhouse. Um, so I, 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 I want to I give credit where credit is due for this is what I'm trying to get to. There are two females on the air in this town, and they have been on the air in this town for quite a while now on ESPN 97.5 on Sundays from 8 to 10 on a little show called Houston Sports Show, which yours truly is associated with, not always on the radio, but certainly on TV. And I want to give the kudos to Jerome Solomon for being the first to have the balls to put two females on the air in this town. It had really nothing to do with gal media, though it is his airwaves and it is their airwaves. That's Jerome slot Jerome. That's his time. And he puts on who he wants. So if we're going to give anyone credit for blazing that trail early on, it is 100% Jerome Solomon who put two females, not one, but two on a show together, and it has been wildly successful. And they do a fantastic job. Now, um, I don't want to discredit them taking the chance and putting a female on the air now in midday on their lineup. 
Uh, not a fan of that show, but damn, that chick is fire. What's what's fire? Who? Yeah, let me tell you what, Jerome. If you know Jerome, like I know Jerome, then you know that Jerome has been and will always be a champion of women in this field and in this business, and that business is sports entertainment. Whether it be radio, television, writing, uh, there is no body, there is no single person, man or woman, that I've met in this business that has been a bigger champion of women in the business than Jerome Solomon. So it should be no surprise that he would take two women and put them on the air on Houston Sports Show on Sundays from 8 to 10 to talk sports. No surprise whatsoever. No surprise. And Jerome's not a guy that's like, hey, give me credit for it. That's just not his MO. He literally just wants to see females succeed in this business and does what he can to support and help them. It's, it's great. I absolutely love it. And I still want to say kudos to Gal Media for doing the same. But I also want to point out that they had an opportunity to not only put a woman on there, but they had an opportunity to go with someone that wasn't white. And yet, they didn't. So... I guess they still have to rely on Jerome and the two females on his show to be the diversity of the station. That's just a fact. The rich get richer and the white get whiter. Okay. So if we're going to give credit for putting a female on the air, which we should. We also need to have the discussion about why is it just more white people in this business and in this town. And you are talking to and hearing from a white guy who lost his job in this town and would love to have another one. But I would also love to see people that don't look like me succeed in this business and get opportunities that they deserve. We all deserve an opportunity. And I had a great one. And I loved every second of it. Well, I loved most of it. Any kind of song. But boy, would it have been a perfect. And it would have been a very Texans thing to do. To get rid of Charlie. And well, I mean, that wouldn't have been perfect. I don't. I don't I'm sad for that. But, the, but the, the, they had a golden opportunity to bring in Vanessa Richardson. And I don't know. Any not a white guy. And that, don't get me wrong, I love Paul. I do. I love Paul. But yeah, no, that's great. That's great, Clarence. Jeremy's Mexican, I believe, half. Okay, but it feels a lot like the Mike McDaniels hire in in Miami. I don't want to discount it. I don't want to, but it's one of those things where it's like, well. I mean, he looks like us, so it makes me feel better. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you want me to you want to bring in somebody that looks black? Oh, oh, uh, you want me to bring in someone that looks this boy, man? That's a little unnerving. I'm talking in football parlance, of course. Um, so 
I think that they had an opportunity. And you know what? They could have absolutely killed two birds with one stone and made some significant headway by giving Kim Davis an opportunity for that slot solo with Paul. Oh, my God. Here's a wild idea. How about just pair two women up? Put Vanessa and Kim on a show together. Holy shit. What? But we didn't. I don't know how long it's going to take in this town and in sports in general for shit like that to happen. It may not happen in our lifetime. I'm not saying that Gal Media is the new NFL. I'm saying that they kind of, they had an opportunity to move the needle away from the systemic issues that have been seen in the sports talk radio landscape in Houston, Texas. Was that a good political way of saying hire black people, hire Hispanics, hire non-whites and non-males, hire non-white dudes every once in a while? I'm not saying never hire another white dude. Hello. I'm just saying if you have an opportunity to give someone else a chance, seize that opportunity there is a whole market out there trust me when i tell you this we have black folks in the chat i would like you to either tell me i'm crazy or tell me i'm right but wouldn't it be great if you could listen and 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 be a fan of someone that represented you and your ideals and what you represent and stand for I, I think that that needs to be more prevalent in this business. Um, 790 has Sarge. Sarge is not a full-time employee that I understand. My understanding of it, Todd, is that Sarge is a... I, I don't know how to put this. I mean, obviously, they have Indy Clue. I love Indy, by the way. He's been on this show. My sister works for him, for goodness sake, in his real estate business. So I certainly have no, but, but in a city of 6 million, one paid, uh, black radio host and, and 610 has one too. the show, I believe now that they paired with Clint Sterner. So you got three, maybe we won't count TSU sports talk, but of the three main, and that sounds a shitty way to put it. Because I'd be surprised if if the TSU Sports Talk Station isn't getting better ratings than ESPN at this point. Ralph wasn't his name uh, on TSU? What was his last name? He was a trailblazer in this business in this city. Nonetheless, we're getting distracted here and off track. Um, I would have liked Ralph Cooper. There you go. Thank you, Hugh Tex. Uh, I would have liked to have seen some diversity in the higher... At the station. I mean, right now, outside of Jerome being on their air, outside of Jerome being on their air, there's really not a whole lot of diversity up and down that lineup. Uh, last time ESPN had that was Carl Dukes. Yeah, they had Carl Dukes. They had um, Calvin Murphy on air, but that was before the sale. That was before Gal bought them, if I'm not mistaken. And Carl soon after left to Atlanta, Dave Tepper soon after left for greener pastures and the rest is history. 
Dell is still around, but Dell is a producer and not an on-air guy. But I think Dell only works. He's been shuttled to the national side, which if you just need to know this, folks, I just I, since we're all being honest here and it's just us gals, <laughs> if you get sent to the national side, that that's where careers go to die. Okay. No one goes to the national side thinking it's a promotion. It is 100% a demotion. That's just a fact. I'm not supposed to tell you that. If anyone at that station is watching it, they're going, oh, my God. That is 100% the fucking truth, okay? If they ask you to go be on the national side, you just got sent down to the minors. You are now playing in the CFL. That's just what it is. That's the, that's the God's honest truth. So putting Dale on the national side, didn't that was just a, hey, we're going to look like shit if we fire you. We're just going to move you to the national side. Julie Takahashi. Yeah. Another good one. It's amazing, though. All of those folks were there at ESPN before Gal Media took over. Just so we're all clear here. I want credit where credit is due. Julie and Carl and Calvin and, and, and those folks were there when Gal bought them and shortly after were not. Fidel said, uh, broke the fourth wall. Nope. Just, I told you guys, I will always be honest with you and have a discussion. And that's what we're doing. See, that's the thing. Now that I know I'll never be hired there again, I don't have to lie to kick it. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you the truth. I'm not slandering. This is just the truth. And some of you are probably like, oh man, you're never going to get a job in radio again. Fucking newsflash folks. I've been a free agent for two years. If they wanted it, if they wanted me, if 610 really, and Armin's a great dude. I'm just not, I don't think I'm what Armin is looking for. I don't think I'm what 790 is. I don't think I want an edgy comedian that actually knows sports that says outlandish and crazy shit and tiptoes the line. I don't think that they want that. They want safe, ratings-friendly guys to, to be boring. So, yeah. So that's why I love this show. Because I can do whatever the fuck I want. As long as you guys keep coming back. You guys are my boss. Like, I'm not beholden to a program director that doesn't know shit from Shinola. I'm not beholden to an owner that has a specific way he wants things to look and sound and be done. I'm not beholden to any of that. I'm just beholden to you guys. And if the view viewership falls to zero, then I'm like, okay. Got to change things up a little bit. Or I just say, fuck it and go back to IT. But this is the freedom of doing this. Also, I just, I'm going to throw the, they need to bring Belinda. Live Action News 17 with Belinda. God, that was so much fun. Uh, Hutex said, anyways, Charlie Palillo would come on Barry on deck. I'll be honest with you. I don't think so, but only because Charlie is far too classy <laughs> to do this show. And I don't think if we wanted him to come on and be like, so what's the scoop? He would never do that. Charlie's not a bridge burn. Like this conversation that I just had with you guys about the truth of what goes on in this business, in this town, 
This would never be a conversation Charlie Palillo would have with anybody. There's no way. No way. And I'm sure a lot of my friends in the business are going, oh, you're so fucked now. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. I'll be fine. Yeah. He would never. I mean, yeah, Charlie's a soloist from a show. He would be a guest on a lot of shows, but I don't think he would come on and give you guys what you want, which is some dirt or just some bad mouthing or anything like that. I don't think he would do that. Um, thank you, Shelby. I love you, boo boo. CC uh, Marty said, "If I'm the boss, we're all fucked." No, well, I appreciate that, Marty. Thank you for your honesty. Uh, I love you too, Alex. You chat hopping son of a. No, I'm just kidding. Um, asking Barry just an interview. I mean, I'll ask him, but then I just need to give the time, the guy time to process everything too. So I'll eventually try to bring Palillo on. Uh, what I don't get though, so this is no, no, by the way, I, I, if, uh, Clarence hadn't asked me anything about anything. Can Jerome still bring you in on Sundays? Yeah, that's just it. It's his show. It's his airtime. He pays for it. Hell, he still runs my commercial on Sundays, Clarence. For this show, he runs my ad for this show. It's his time. Like he's as long as he's not violating any rules, they don't give a shit as long as the check clears. They just don't want me on their airwaves during the day, during their airtime. So, but yeah, and he does. I just did the show not too long ago, as a matter of fact. So yes, hundred percent. Tell him you'll talk about tennis. I'm not. He would come on if you were if you wear your skinny jeans beat. Oh, shut up, flip. Shut your whore mouth. You need to get JCW on. Who is JCW? Oh, John Clay Wolf. Uh, he's a little too weird for me. Oh, we were going to have him on early on on Barry on Deck, but uh, he does some weird. He says some things where I'm like, it's eh, a little inappropriate, even for me. Rudolph, thank you for the message of the century. You guys make sure you sanitize, wash your hands, and social distance, you dirty bitches. Barry, why uh, why were you about to read my comment and then decided to stop? Uh, I just got distracted. A- A- ADD. 100%. No none said, what I don't get, though, is why when speaking about equality is the topic only black and white? Why is an equality, uh, why is an equality conversation include natives, Latinos, Middle Eastern, Asians, Islanders, etc.? It does. It absolutely does. I think I've used the term people of color and minority several times. So it certainly applies. Never have you heard me say that it doesn't. So there's your answer. Uh, Alex said Barry's tagging walls at 97.5. They asked, was Barry here? Why does it say BOD for life? No, no, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm, I would never do that. I'm a classy individual. Oh, no, no, I said, I'm not calling you out, Barry. I'm calling out the national media. Um, I'll give you my white opinion on that. And I think I would let the African-Americans and Hispanics and 
Islanders and all of the examples that you gave in the chat speak for themselves. But my honest white opinion on why the national media oftentimes makes race a black and white issue and oftentimes fails to be a little more inclusive of other non-white races in that discussion is that, excuse me, though they've been discriminated against in awful ways, including Asian Americans recently because of this pandemic and before during World War II, uh, Hispanics have been taken advantage of in this country for years. Uh, being paid below minimum wage because they were migrant workers who worked farms and did jobs that nobody else wanted to do, but because they weren't naturalized and U.S. citizens, they were uh, allowed to be taken advantage of from a wage perspective and other working conditions. I mean, we have a long history of mistreating minorities in this country. But I think that there's one group of people that are here because of slavery and the slave trade and an entire economy, an entire nation's economy was built off the backs of those people. Those people will always be referenced first because of that. I'm again not suggesting that the horrific shit that's been done to Asians in this country doesn't count or doesn't matter. The same is true for Hispanics, women, people of color, and minorities in general. But the vast majority of Hispanics that are here chose to come here. Whether you want to have the discussion of legal, illegal, or not, whatever. The same would be true for Asians. The same is true for white people. Same is true for women. But the origins of black people in this country can be traced back to the slave trade. That is just a fact. And I'm not trying to... Hey! Low Huck, thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. I'm not trying to make this one of those... Uh, what is it? What is the big political term where they're like... They're... Uh, what is it? Uh, race... Critical race theory. I'm not trying to do any of that. What I'm telling you is that's just a fact. So I think that there is a certain amount of um, attention paid to black people when we talk about equality because of it. So no, none. There's my unprofessional white answer to your question. And I think it's a valid question. I really do. Uh, let's see more comments from you as long as they're Uh, as long as they're okay, don't be awful people in the chat. I can't imagine the numbers right now. These white people are losing their goddamn mind and just bailing on this show left and right, which I don't care. If this, if these kinds of discussions bother you as a white person, it just says more about you than me. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page there. What's up, Perry? Um, yes, I would agree. Blacks have taken in the worst Taking it the worst, the most, uh, uh, all except for natives. Native Americans have received it the worst and still to this day are treated the worst. No, don't disagree with you one 
bit about that. You are 100% correct. Before there was land to farm that white folks decided to go get slave labor to farm, there were natives here whose land was stolen to do so. You're not going to get an argument from me on that. I think there's only the only group of people that have maybe been treated as bad or worse than black folks in this country would be Native Americans. I don't disagree. But I also don't think that you see, one, uh, when you, 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 you have to talk about, you know, numbers, just sheer numbers. I think if you looked at population in this country, I don't, I don't know that, I mean, black people, by far, there's, there's more black people in this country than natives at this point. So when it comes to opportunities and discussions, like I don't know of a, of a Native American uh, in the radio business in Houston. But if I did and they were trying to get a job, certainly I would say, why not hire this black person or this native or, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, 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 if, if, if I have excluded in the past, it certainly hasn't been on purpose. That's for sure. Flip said, ask me anything about anything. Did you talk to Dan Seafood? It's kind of strange not hearing you say it. I have not yet. I, I haven't had a chance. I, hopefully I'll shoot him an email. Hopefully, I'll shoot them an email soon, and we'll get them back on board. Uh, Juan, I appreciate you, buddy. Juan said, and that's why I fuck with you, Barry. I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much for that. I, I Honest to God, wouldn't be here without you guys. <laughs> Perry said, I see I came into Truman ruffling some feathers. Nope, just doing what we do. Just doing what we do on this show. Having those uncomfortable conversations that oftentimes get avoided on other stations. ESPN. 610, 790, Houston Radio, ah, Society. That's what we do. I'm telling you guys, I could literally sit here and talk race every day for two hours and not get sick of it and have open discussions. And I'm sure I would end up saying things that were inappropriate and offensive to some people and be called to task for it. And I would hope you would so that I could be a better person for it. I'm sure I would say things that would offend others unintentionally. And I would hope you would call me to task for it. But I can tell you right now that all of the discussions then and now and whenever would come from a place of goodness and a, a place of wanting to see things improve. So, uh, let's talk about the crack ep- epidemic of the 80s. Okay. Hey, what do you want to know? Do you want to know how to make crack? <laughs> Jerry said, wow, your allergies are really bad. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I think it's because I'm allergic to bullshit. Ah, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Man. Charles said, I like these talks. Uh, that's good. I mean, the numbers don't bear it out, Charles. You know, a lot of people bail on these kind of topics, but uh, I've always said I, I can only be me. I could come on here and be fake and pretend like I don't care about these topics or these issues or have opinions on them, but that wouldn't be authentically me. And if you guys are going to be here and you're going to come back every day, I want you to know that you're getting authentic me and not some contrived bullshit version of what I think you want to hear just so you'll like me. Never going to happen. 
Uh, I appreciate that, man. Charles said you were different and on the radio. That's why I followed you from the shit show 97.5. Well, thank you, buddy. I, I appreciate that. I have always tried to be authentically me. It can be difficult, by the way. Doing this job, doing comedy, when you have a microphone in front of you and you're performing or you're talking or you're, it can be difficult to be yourself. And the reason it's so difficult as a comedian and even as a radio guy to truly be yourself is if people don't like you, if people don't want to listen to you or hear from you or listen to your jokes or come see your shows or tune into your show, they are rejecting you. They are not rejecting your station or the weak signal or the topics. They are rejecting you. And that can be so scary and so defeating and so sad for somebody that does this job. And you just end up learning how to be comfortable with yourself and owning it. And if they like you, they like you. And if they don't, they don't. And I thank comedy for that. And I thank the years that I did spend on air for that because that's how this business operates. I mean, I'll give you an example. Guy we talked about earlier, Paul Gallant. Paul Gallant is unabashedly unapologetically Paul he's not going to go on air and pretend to be something he's not or somebody he's not you're going to like him or you're not he's the I'm a millennial and I'm sensitive and I I crochet I don't know if he does that I just I just assume Paul Gallant crochets is that not wouldn't it raise your hand chat if you would be surprised if Paul Gallant was like to crochet just raise your hand I'm just saying so I, my, I, I love guys like that. He's authentically him. And he's not going to be fake. No, Barry Warner's not my dad. Nope. No, not at all. Um, all right, I'm trying to catch up on the chat. You need to get Barry Warner on the show. God, no. I love Barry, but I would not want Barry Warner on the show. No, thank you. Shot time for me. Cheers. Fidel, go get your drink, fam. Uh, this is conversations that need to be had. Thank you, Clarence. I appreciate that. Uh, no done said offspring are sort of diplomats between whites and natives. They allowed these people to have slaves. They did not allow original natives to have slaves. Your statement is a common misconception. I don't. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> you text said, Barry, let's knock out abortion while we're here. Okay. Now <laughs> I'm curious if I, if I change like a program director, I wonder what would happen if I changed the format of this show and sports was just a segment. If this was no longer a sports show, if this was a purely talk show, I'm curious. I wonder how much we would gain or lose. It'd be interesting. Because, I mean, you've got to have a niche, right? You've got to have some foothold in something. You can't just go, ah, we just shoot the shit, which is kind of what we do. But we can always bring it back to sports, right? If it gets uncomfortable and people are like, oh, my God. Uh, just, fuck, talk about the Olympics, man. I don't want to talk about race anymore. Oh, it's so awful. Let's talk about the inhumane way that China treats people, at least. No, God, don't do that either. Fuck. I just want to escape for two hours and not live in the reality of life and how awful it is. Ah. Ah. Uh, I would stay. I like listening to you. Barry. Well, thank you, Fidel. I like, I like talking to you. I do. Dimata said that would be awesome. You would gain people. That would be interesting. God damn it. I'd have to change this show name again. 
Although, uh, you, you guys would be mad if I changed this show to Barry on Sports. You've already said that. You've already said, oh, I don't want to be called a sports head. <laughs> That's literally the only reason I haven't changed the name of the show yet to Barry on Sports. Honestly. Because everyone, when I suggested, everyone was like, no, we're deckheads. I was like, okay, I think that's fine. I like it too. Uh, house at the Meta on streaming right now is just shooting the shit. Yeah, well, and when we get to Twitch House, it's going to be a lot easier to do that. I feel this weird formulaic necessity to be rigid in how I do this show, if any of that makes sense, while on YouTube. It's the it's this weird thing, right? I'm beholden to the algorithm. There ain't no fucking algorithm on Twitch, really. People are going to watch or they're not. You know what I mean? In fact, there's more people in just chatting than there is on the sports channel. Oh, that's true. How's that just change it to on sports right now? It seems like your focus is baseball. Yeah. Charles said I voted for Dingleberries. No, we're not going to be the Dingleberries, okay? No. Charles, you could be a dickhead, and the rest of us will be deckheads. How about that, Charles? Huh? And Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin said, and this will be a perfect segue to therapy. Okay, well, move on. Move on. Joel said I can't wait for Twitch, but he's on YouTube. Joel, what the fuck? Are you, get on Twitch, pal. Get what are you doing? I need I want to see these YouTube numbers going down and the Twitch numbers going up because those of you that are on YouTube are migrating over to Twitch. Now, some of you are doing me a solid and you have both open, so I get the views and I love you and I appreciate you. But for those of you that are not on Twitch yet, I'm gonna really need you to create an account, follow Barry on deck on Twitch, so that I can love you long time. Uh, Tony, they didn't re-up for February because we haven't talked yet. So I, I gave him a whole month free in January just because I forgot to talk to him. So look at Todd. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Rob said I still refuse to create a Twitch account. He says from his Twitch account. <laughs> Got it. Katie said YouTube's easier in my car. My bad. No, 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 sweetie. All good. All good. No, no, no. I want you guys to do what you got to do. Okay. Cherry said only the cool people are on Twitch. I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, what's up, Jesus? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. No, we're not. Ch- we're not calling the show the Twig and Two Berries. <laughs> no. Thank you, Joel. Said I can't. I will change when you do. Okay, Joel. I love you, buddy. Joel's one of my faves. Y'all just don't know. Um, all right, let's talk about my therapy. Probably not going to be a lot of sports. I'm guessing it's 340. I had my first therapy session yesterday, guys. It was weird. Um, it was, well, first of all, uh, I, if you don't know, I have, Found myself in a funk, and some of that had to do with uh, drinking too much, so I scaled back on my drinking. Um, I recognized that I was drinking way too much. Uh, some of it has to do with never having dealt with being let go from ESPN. And and by dealt with it, I mean, you know. Uh, uh, so, Lohuck said, let's talk about, hold on, why didn't it pop up? Let's talk about the Super Bowl dynasties and how you would rank them. 
Okay, we're going to get to that. But let me, I promised everybody that I would tell them the story about me going to therapy because I had talked about it. And I feel like this is, again, one of those conversations that, especially as a man, I want other dudes to hear this conversation. Because I'm going to talk Super Bowl Thursday and Friday 100%. I promise you for sure we're going to go over uh, Super Bowl talk. I promise you that, Lo. So you definitely got to come back. And, and thank you for being here. Uh, but I'm going to have all more goddamn stats and statistics than you can shake a stick at, okay? You're going to be, by the time I'm done talking Super Bowl over the next two days, you're going to be like, oh my God. Okay, maybe not that much, but we're definitely going to break it down. But I promised this, and I think people wanted to hear it, I think. Um, so here it goes. So if you didn't know, I found myself depressed. I found myself drinking a lot. I found myself um, struggling. And a lot of that had to do with, I believe, not really processing and dealing with being let go from ESPN Radio here in Houston back in May of 2020. Uh, I got let go. My last day on ESP, on air at ESPN was on a Wednesday. This show started the following Monday, and there was no period of reflection and coming to grips and to terms with it. I, I remember talking about, there was lots of tears on air and off. I remember telling you guys how embarrassed I was to lose my job in radio. And that it was, you know, I remember talking about that, but I, I, I never really think that I gave myself a chance to process everything. And that's important. And I recognize that, but I was so immediately immersed in launching this show that I never took the time to do that. And literally since then, I haven't. I work 18 hours a day. Uh, and I recognize a lot of times that I think I just keep myself busy to avoid having to deal with some of the things that I need to deal with. So um, one day I snapped at Nora for no reason. And that's when I realized, okay, something's wrong. I've got to, I've got to, I have got to talk to somebody and figure out what's going on with me and deal with this. So I committed to going to therapy and I found a therapist. Thank God Nora's insurance is amazing. I'm on her insurance since I don't have a job and the insurance lets me, uh, affords me the opportunity to go see a therapist or a, I think I'm not a psychologist. I don't remember what, she, if it's a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist, I don't know what she is, but, um, I had my first meeting with her yesterday from 12.15 to 1.15. We talked for an hour. It was a televisit. And I got to be honest with you. I was nervous. I was like, man, this is going to be so goddamn uncomfortable and weird. And it was not. Um, she asked questions about me, and I tried to answer as honestly as possible. At one point, <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, she goes, so do you have a hard time focusing? And I was like, oh my God, yes. Like, I don't get anything done. I'll have five tabs open. And then I will, like, I, I don't get anything done. And I think I've always been like that because if you go back to the beginning. And then I went off on this long story about being diagnosed as hyperactive as a kid. But then they said I ate a lot of sugar, but I didn't really thought I ate a lot of sugar. And then I was just like off on these things for 10 minutes. And she's just going, uh-huh. 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 And I finished the story and I was like, so to answer your question, exhibit A, yeah, 
I get super distracted and she just busted out laughing. She's like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to laugh. Uh, but that's one of the funniest things is that you even recognize that you went off for 10 minutes so off topic to bring it back and go. So yeah, she's like, I'm sorry. That's, I was like, ma'am, I'm a stand up comedian. You're not going to hurt my feelings. If you laugh at some shit, I say it's going to flatter me. I promise you. So, uh, but it was, I got to say, it was really cool. I'm, and she was on my ass about diet. She was like, I don't just do, it was cognitive. What's it called? Cognitive. Cognitive behavioral therapy, which I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know if she's going to like put electrodes in my butthole. And when every time I look at a carb, I'm gonna be like, oh, my butthole hurts. What happened? She's going to be like, carbs are bad, and so is alcohol, and go run. And yeah, that's what it is. Cognitive behavioral therapy. That's what she says she's into. I really don't know what that Does anybody know what that means? Thank you, Tracy. Tracy said, I'm on Twitch, Barry. Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate that. Thank you, Perry. Perry said, happy for you, Truman. First step is admission. Thank you, buddy. Jay Kelm says, I see someone. Good, buddy. Good, Justin. I'm glad you do. Welcome to the program, by the way. Uh, I started to see similar behaviors when these TikToks... Uh, and short vids came into social media. Okay. I did that for 10 years, Shelby said. Yeah, Joel, no more squirrel moments. That's the plan. Because she asked me about like, you know, I, I told her I was on Ridlin for a hot minute, but I think it made me depressed. And, but I wasn't sure because I had also no job at the time. And about the time I got off of Ridlin, I got a job. So yeah, well, it was, it was great to tell somebody all of this stuff you know and uh and i even told her i was like because i told her we were talking about when our next meeting was going to be and i was like well you know it just all depends on my show because i my show is the most important thing i do right now um so i have to work around that schedule i was like and then i forget something and i was like oh no i'm gonna tell them all about this and she was like what I was like, oh, yeah, the, the people that watch my show, oh, I tell them everything. She was like, everything? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll tell them this whole goddamn session. In fact, every time we meet, I'll probably tell them about all the weird shit that happens. She was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm an open book. And she was like, so why do you do that? And I was like, oh, here she goes. She's hit me with this psychology bullshit. But she said, why do you do that? And I was like, I honestly do it because I feel like that more men need to know that it's okay to admit a weakness and to admit that you need some help mentally. And if I feel like if I can go onto this microphone in front of the whole world or 60 people, 31 on Twitch and 34 on YouTube, that counts That's 64 plus another six on Podbean. We're almost to 70 people listening. Now, some of y'all are duplicates, so I get it. So I say the world or 70-ish people. But I said I feel like it's important. And I, I think that dudes need to know that it's okay. And they need to hear the journey and see the journey. And maybe one of you decides, all right, I'm going to go get some help too. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, I've been taking this out of my wife or my kids or myself. I've been holding myself back. I've been whatever. So it'd be worth it. Plus, it's it's good content. I've never been afraid to share. Y'all know that back to the radio days. So, um, yeah. So she was like, "I can't believe, I can't believe you're gonna tell everybody." I was like, "Oh yeah, hundred percent." 
Um, but in fact, like I think it was Behan and they said, you know what, Barry, after you had a bunch of talks about the vaccine, you changed my mind. And I, I wanted to go get vaccinated. I think he said that in the chat once. And if I just gave your business out, be handed, I apologize. But I'm very, I'm very excited. That means more to me than any super chat or bits or Patreon memberships or anything like that. I and mean, don't get me wrong. Those are all appreciated and necessary. But the fact that something like that can have an effect on you to where maybe you look at things differently and think, you know what? Maybe I'm going to go do this or maybe i make this change in my life whatever that change is not just the vaccine but anything positive uh, that's everything that is everything so I, I that makes it worth it even if it's just one all the ranting and raving even if it's just one it makes it worth it what's up christy good to see you sweetie uh perry said 70 ish we popping bro yeah i mean you know it's cumulative you got to add it all up you know you can make the statistics say whatever you want okay uh I feel like we need to talk sports now. So there's my therapy session. Oh, we got to get to Whisker Wednesday. We hadn't done that yet. And these are amazingly hilarious. So let's get to our Whisker Wednesday. Shit. Well, I don't have the special pal slide. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. I'm, I'm sorry. I had a special pal slide, but apparently it's gone. Andrew Clay said plus. Okay. Oh, thank you, Behannon. Love you, buddy. Uh, Barry, when you when you were able to recognize that you displayed a problem with attention, you were actually already performing one of those steps of cognitive behavior therapy. Oh, no shit. Okay. <laughs> Jerry just sent me $5 on Venmo. Thank you, sweetie. You're the best. Terry sent me $5 on Venmo. She said, here's 45 seconds of therapy on me. Good job, bud. <laughs> I love you, Jerry. You're the best. Thank you, sweetie. That's so funny. Um, all right, so let's get to our Whisker Wednesday brought to you by Special Pals. If you don't know Special Pals, open Monday through Friday, Monday, Wednesday through Sunday. See, I need to slide. I don't know. Just specialpals.org is the website, okay? Go to specialpals.org. You can find all of the Animals that they have available for adoption. Every I'm gonna see if I can do this from from memory. Okay, um, special pals open Wednesday through Sunday. What's the number? What's the time, Katie? Every animal you adopt from special pals comes fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed or neutered, and up to date on their heartworm and flea preventions. All you gotta do is go to special pals. Dot org to see all of the animals they have available. Adoption fees range from eighty to two hundred fifty dollars. Twelve to four Wednesday through Sunday is when they're open for adoptions. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate you. All right, here is the first animal I have for you to adopt from Special Pals, ladies and gentlemen. Please help me welcome to the scene. This is Marie Calendars. Thanks a lot, Marie Calendars. No, she didn't ruin Thanksgiving. No, she didn't burn a pie. Thanks a lot, Marie Calendars, for being so gosh darn cute. Look at, look at that face. Looks like Tony the Handsome a little bit. Marie Calendars is a two-month-old mixed mutt with an irresistible face and absolutely zero baking skills. But she will help you eat dessert. Come on, yo! First of all, Katie killing it out here with these descriptions. But yo, that's a cute-ass little puppy. Can we all agree on that? Oh, Justin, you raggedy bitch. I love you so much for that. Can we all? 
Justin said, what a cutie. Pie? Uh, 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 uh. I hate you, Justin. <laughs> Katie said, yes, these are the puns we live for. But look at that face. You're going to tell that face no? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna tell this face no? What you need to do is go to specialpals.org right now. Get the information. Jen says, I love her. Good, Jen. Go adopt her right now. Jen, put down the phone and go adopt Marie Callender's right now. Right now, Jen. I don't want to hear another word. Uh, if you don't, Clarence will. Right, Clarence? No, Marie Callender's a cutie. Go to specialpals.org. That's the website. Uh, I should just put it like up, up there. I have their logos. <laughs> Jen said, no. Uh, specialpals.org that is the website 12 to 4 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday is their adoption hours and every animal including Marie Callender's that you adopt is going to come fully vaccinated microchipped spayed or neutered and up to date on their heartworm and flea flea and tick prevention I should say are all of you animal people Sean if there's someone among us that's not an animal person I would like to invite them I'm not going to curse during the special pals segment i'm just not gonna do it but i would like to invite them to go have sex with themselves okay what is this look at the pet tango right now what is that looking at pet tango i don't know what that means todd todd what i need to know is are you or are you not going to adopt marie calendars that's all i need to know okay that is it cc said watch your laminac who the fuck is that guy? All right, your other animal I have up for you, well, up for adoption for you, courtesy of Special Pals. We had Marie Callender's who burns all the pies, and now we have cheese. Look at cheese. Cheese is cheese colored. If you're looking for a really Gouda cat, <laughs> meet cheese. This seven-month-old boy is aged to perfection mwah, and ready to melt your heart. Sweet Boy Cheese is lactose-friendly, full-bodied, and goes great with a pack of crackers, which I think is just another term for a white couple. Meet him at the Special Pals Catio, which is awesome, by the way. The Special Pals Catio. It's the cat patio if you're a fucking idiot and didn't put that together. Uh, but they have all the cats hang out there and they play and they run. It's really cool. You should go check it out. You should go to specialpals.org right now. P. Jones said those eyes. I know, right? Look at cheese with those eyes. Beautiful cheese. The color of cheese. I wonder if cheese smells like cheese. I wonder if cheese tastes delicious. Oh, nope. <laughs> he is so Swiss. Okay, I feel like you tried to get a good joke in there, Clarence. But there was a lot of holes in it. Oh, 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 come on. Who did that? This guy did it. All right, y'all, that's cheese. Go to specialpals.org. Make sure you adopt cheese. And, uh, okay, shut up over there. Make sure you adopt cheese. Go adopt cheese and Marie Callender's. They need homes. All right, they're just out here gallivanting around. They need homes. And I need you people that have homes, whether they be home homes, apartment homes, mobile homes, old folks' homes, whatever. Let's get these animals off the streets. Marie Callender's has no business 
being out there gallivanting around on the streets of H-Town. Nor does cheese, okay? All right, so get out there and do it. Specialpals.org is the website. 12 to 4 p.m. Wednesday to Sunday is for adoptions. Every animal you adopt is special pals and fully vaccinated, microchip, spader, neuter, flea, heartworm prevention, all the good things. Uh, remember the time you got poison ivy? Ah, uh, good times. I still have a scar. That, that welt right there, this is the sacrifice I made for the animals, okay? Let's, let's get a little zoom in action here. Now, that is a cut from my barber. All right, that's just that's just J Ro taking out uh, his aggressions on white people. Um, but you can see that this lump right here, see it's not over there. That's the scar from me getting poison ivy working at special pals. Non gratis cleaning it up. Yeah. It's my badge of honor right there. Uh, one topic we didn't get to today, I want to do tomorrow for sure. And we're going to talk Super Bowl, uh, low Hugh. So you come back, damn it. Low, oh, is it low Hugh? How do you say it? Low Hugh, low Chuck. The Texans hiring Levy Smith was like getting a fancy dress from the Coles clearance section. Holy shit. That's funny. <laughs> that is well done indeed. Uh, I don't know that I agree with you, but that's a pretty good, pretty good analogy. I think Lovey Smith, I think I saw a writer say it best. They stumbled into a good coach. They accidentally got themselves a good coach. Not great, not the best. I think they accidentally got themselves a good coach. Flip said, no wonder J-Row doesn't play you in the shop. No, J-Row doesn't play me in the shop because he knows I'll curse a little. Okay? That's all. Uh... <laughs> Uh, what does this say? Miss CCU allergic to cat. She's strictly. Okay. I don't need this. I don't need this in my life. We're about to leave tomorrow. We're going to talk some Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to talk. Also want to talk about this story of Mark Lai. I tweeted about it. App area is funny. If you're not following me on Twitter, go follow uh, a follower. Go follow. I'm a good old country boy. Hey, go follow down yonder and holler. Roll down your window until we get done. I want to talk about this story tomorrow about uh, Mark Lai, who has been fired from Sirius XM Satellite Radio for saying that he would rather shoot himself in the face than watch the WNBA. So we are going to get to that tomorrow, along with, I still haven't talked in the Olympics yet. I got to give you my opinion on the Olympics. It sucks. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll go a little more into detail than that. Uh, if you give a shit about my thoughts on the Pro Bowl, sucks! We can do that too. I have other non-sports stories. I've got NBA trade deadline tomorrow, but we'll talk some Super Bowl. We'll talk some, uh, was this sexist or not sexist? It's everybody's favorite game show. Sexist or not sexist? We'll do all that. Today was a weirdly odd and satisfying show for me. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're watching on the YouTubes, do me a favor, subscribe. This channel is not going away. I will still be uploading episodes for those of you that like to watch on YouTube. I will be uploading clips. I will be uploading jokes from Barry on Sports that you can watch every Saturday right here in Houston, Texas on CW39 at 10 p.m. Put it in the rotation. So this channel's not going away on the tubes. So I invite you to subscribe. Go ahead and, uh, what's up, Apollo? 
Appreciate you, famo. Go uh, follow on the Twitches as well, because we are moving there full time. I need to call the problem, folks. I got a question for you. Collaboration time, playboy. Hey, but I love you guys. Thank you for letting me be me. Seriously. Thank you for letting me and allowing me to have a discussion about race on this show two days in a row and not feel weird about it. Thank you for allowing me to have in-depth discussions about Houston Sports Radio in this town. And thank you for hanging out with me and just kicking it, man. I love you guys. I'm proud to be a part of this community. I will see you guys tomorrow. Enjoy whatever you watch tonight or don't. I don't give a shit. Until I talk to you tomorrow, though, do me three favors, please. All I ask is that you do three things. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow.